Hello and welcome to the Recombobulated Life. I'm Matt McLean, and I'm the one who has the privilege of talking about rebuilding lives after mistakes, failures, or mental illness have torn them apart. Now, before we jump into the podcast, I want to make sure we're on the same page about something. The Recombobulated Life is a podcast. It is for informational and entertainment purposes only. What it's not is medical advice. I am not a doctor, so promise me this. Always seek the advice of your doctor or other qualified mental health provider with any questions you have about a medical condition or mental disorder. And please, please never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you've heard on the recombobulated life. What I want more than anything else is for people to get and stay healthy. So listen to your doctors, and if you want to find more resources, you can please check the show notes. But now that we have that out of the way, let's get on with the recombobulated life. Thanks a lot. Hey folks, welcome to the Recombobulated Life podcast. I am your host, Matt McLean, and this is where we talk about putting your life back together after uh, things like mental illness or failure or big mistakes really um, pull it to pieces. And uh, one of the things that really hit me uh, when I was down in my, after my worst uh, that, that worst episode where you know learned I had bipolar disorder and and it screwed up a whole bunch of things and if you've listened you know the whole story because I really don't hold back do I um, but that all came with just crushing crushing guilt like um, oh I was just obsessed with it I just felt it sitting on my chest all the time you know, wondering how, uh, how I had done this and, and what I've done to my life. And so at the time all of this happened, my kids were uh, 9, 12, and 14. And, and when I say this happened, it was that, that actual sort of moment when I had to tell them that, basically I had to break it to them that, hey, <laughs> um, I did a bunch of really not great things and um and it's a bad day and the police might come and stuff like that big side note if you're ever having to tell kids some really bad news and that was i mean hopefully it's not bad news like mine but you know there's all sorts of bad news and it happens when people have kids too well (laughs) i shouldn't laugh because this is really well it's kind of funny um, well, in hindsight, it's funny. We were, um, so we're sitting there and I'm like, had dropped this bomb on my wife and we did have to tell the kids because literally we didn't know what was going to go on and we didn't know who was, you know, if, if anyone was going to come over and needed to, you know, if the police needed to come or whatever it was. And so we had to tell the kids 
but we're sitting there. We've got a nine-year-old, a twelve-year-old, and a fourteen-year-old, and um, and you know, my I know every parent says this. My parents, my kids are smart, but they're kids, so we didn't really know how to explain this situation to them. So it was this super, super like. We thought we were doing a great job of it. We were, you know, dad did some things before and they were, you know, wrong and he reported himself and the police might come and, you know, it's okay. There's nothing, you know, we're going to be okay. <laughs> and we're, you know, sort of, and I'd say totally skirting the issue, but didn't really know what to do. Well, find find out later. Um, the kids thought I killed somebody because they were like, "Okay, um, I mean, this is a kid, you know, their their little minds were like, oh, well, Dad did something really wrong, and Mom and Dad are really freaked out about it. And what does this mean? Dad killed somebody. So I did get to tell him I didn't do that. But um, it was, you know, so, yeah, if you have to talk to your kids about something, maybe talk to a professional, which is not me. Um, but yeah, ours, ours did not go well. It turned out OK. Kids are doing well now. But um, yeah, so there's an aside, but uh, a nice warning. So if you ever really have something shitty going on or. Um, completely face plant or have to tell your kids you're crazy and did a bunch of illegal things. Um, don't be too vague because that doesn't go well either. So getting back to the, uh, <laughs> the, the actual uh, topic that I wanted to cover, um, not, not advice on how to tell kids you went crazy and are going to go to jail. Um, I should do that as a podcast, but that's one where I'm totally going to have to bring in somebody who is an expert because clearly I screwed it up. So she should bring one of my kids on that <laughs> you hear from them. I don't know if they're going to be willing to, but anyways, I'll ask. Um, but yeah, So my kids were 9, 12, and 14 when I had to drop that bomb on them. And obviously, I mean, they were devastated. And, you know, their little minds don't quite know how to process it anyways when they did figure out more to more of what would happen. And, um, you know, so all of it had, obviously, there were ugly consequences in my life. You know, the whole process of getting medicated is, you know, it feels like a big experiment. Um, I'm so glad I went through it and, and got to the right medication and the right treatment. But... Yeah, it kind of sucks to go through because it's like, hey, try this one. Hmm, no. Okay, well, try this one. No. Uh, so it, it doesn't seem super precise. Thankfully, there are doctors who are trained and, and who can help with all of this. But So you're going through that process. And, you know, I'm, I was dealing with trying to rebuild a career and trying to deal with these, uh, you know, this whole host of legal issues and everything else that was going on. And then I had these kids who were hurt and scared and then, you know, trying to, to be a dad 
as I'm also trying to figure out how to be this person with bipolar disorder. And I'm also trying to deal with uh, all of these different legal issues and trying to, you know, make money and, and figure out a career. And, um, and man, just guilt all the time. Anytime anything happened with them, um, I blamed myself for it right away. And, and sometimes it clearly was connected, right? I mean, they're having a bad day. They're crying. They're dealing with this. Okay. Yeah. I can see the connection. Sometimes though, it wasn't necessarily connected, but you know, when you feel like shit and you really feel you hurt your kids or you, you, you did something, man, you can make connections. Like you could pull anything into it. So that's what I did for years. I would connect anything that happened to um, to what what I put the kids through and what my the things I'd done with bipolar when I was bipolar and untreated and the things that it impacted their lives with. So um, just and then you know it's this it's this piling on process. So you're feeling guilty. Something's gone wrong with your kids. They're having some bad experience. Maybe some friend was a jerk to them or. Um, whatever it was, and it's somehow your fault because, you know, you put them in this bad position, so now they had to hang out with this kid who was a jerk, and or they don't know how to handle it as well because they have this dad who's a, um, whatever. It, it it's it's just these ways. So you 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 get this guilt, and then you feel super ashamed of it. So you you've got this circle going, and the other thing that happens for me when I was feeling guilty like that is I would go, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I'm so like, I don't believe it. I'm really sorry I did that. And I, I, I'm um, kind of joking around, but I, I was sincere. I really did want to apologize to them. I have apologized to them for the way this impacted them. But you know, one apology was good. I didn't need to say it over and over again. Um, and finally what happened, and I would do this all the time, um, and just really, and like I said, I was sincere, but, you know, how many times did my kids need to, how many times do you have to apologize? That's, uh, it's a, it's a tough question, but I think a lot of times an effective apology, you need to do it once. And that doesn't mean you're, you know, everything is fixed and fine and dandy, but, um, express your remorse and um, and then move forward and learn from it. So I've in this pattern years now of anytime something, the kids are having a hard time with something, it was dad going, oh my God, I'm sorry I screwed up your life. And finally, we're sitting at the kitchen table and my daughter, who is, um, she's actually the one who, uh, who pushed me to to getting going with the podcast because she has her own. Um, she kind of snapped and she said, Dad, sometimes it's not about you. And it's a weird thing, like when you're, it, it, you kind of get used to when your kids, if you've been a parent of teenagers, your kids will snap at you for various things and 
you kind of roll with it because we all remember when we were teenagers. But this one was like, she said it and she looked over at me just right in my eyes. And, and she said, Dad, it's not always about you. And something just, just flat. It was like a flash. And I, I, I was like, oh, wow. My being guilty and feeling guilty and really talking about my guilt to the person that I, I hurt was really selfish because what I was doing was I'm taking this bad feeling I have and I'm putting it on her again and I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry. And, oh, I really, I can't believe I did this to you. And this is so, so then she is sitting there having to, 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 um, worry about what she's experiencing and that it's upsetting dad because dad feels guilty and he's going through all these things and and it's then not really letting her process what she needs to process so then it really was me being selfish and her having that moment where she kind of snapped at me um drove that home and the, the interesting thing when i realized that the way I was being guilty, the way I was expressing my guilt was really selfish. And I was really making it about me. So I was making anything she was going through about me. It was a huge shift for me because it... Instead of sitting here and feeling like we were in this repetitive pattern over and over talking about it and 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 um treading the same ground it let me realize so then it was it was sort of my catch every time something would come up and i wanted to i felt guilty and wanted to go through that same thing i would remind myself no that's selfish and and it kept me focused on doing the work inside of me which is where that guilt work needed to be done it wasn't for her to make me feel better I, she had already gone through what she needed to go through and she needed to spend time processing it in whatever way worked for her but what i needed to do was really look at that guilt and figure out what it really was and for me a lot of it came down to this you know guilt cycling into shame you know guilt is one of those weird things because i can't undo what I did. If I, if I could go back in time and um, get in the, the DeLorean with the 1.21 gigawatts and, and go back and fix it and change it, I would. 100%. Um, well, maybe not 100%. Let's not go there. I, I would wish that, that it could all be different. I wish that these things that hurt my kids uh, are you know, my wife or my family. I wish all of that couldn't have happened. I wish I didn't have bipolar disorder. Um, but I do. And those things happened. And I can't undo them. All I can do is do better now and do better and get, you know, get better and stay better and repair things going forward. So that was the process where I really started talking more and more about what I had gone through and, and talking about it in places where uh, I, I was opening up. I was talking about it to other groups of people and I was talking about it, writing about it more. And I was processing my guilt 
and and airing out my shame and and um, putting it out there so that I could let it dissipate and not putting it on my kids to to uh, to feel bad about. So I guess the best way to put it, and this is, uh, she and I have talked about it now, um, by stopping that pattern of guilt and apology, um, what she did was really make me focus forward because I couldn't undo the things I did that hurt her. But what I could do is get better, stay better, be treated, and look forward in what I could do to repair or improve or get our relationship to where I wanted it to be. So that became my focus, and that became one of the things we've done. And, and you know, we have our different things that we do where um, I think the, the biggest way, way that we connect now is I'm... I'm her um, chief proofreader for her papers in college. Uh, and that's great. I love doing that. Um, it's it's a way that she and I connect, but it's also a way that we're not sitting here and I'm not putting on her my feelings about things. It's we're moving forward and this is the world we're in and this is how we connect. Um, so... By realizing that selfish um, or that that guilt was really a selfish thing, and it was focusing the situation on me and making these other things about me, like I was the cause of everything. Um, by realizing that, it let me focus where I needed to go and give me that forward focus. So when you're in that spot where you've done something and it you know uh, your depression your bipolar disorder uh, some huge mistake you made some some big failure have your uh, when you've done something and it impacts somebody negatively uh, you know legitimately and you need to own it you need to apologize for it do it own it apologize but let it sit there don't don't keep piling on and don't keep reliving it and don't keep taking these bad feelings you have and putting it on those people again and again and again. Stop it there and look at what you really can do to fix that relationship or to get that relationship where you want it to be. Ask yourself, what do you want to have happen? And then do that. And you can let the guilt behind. You can do the work on that on your own and get away from the patterns. And then it makes everything better. And I just, I look at the relationship I have with my kids now. And I had a great relationship with them before. <laughs> that was a, a nice continuum for me. But there were some struggling years there. There were some tough times. And my continuing to re-apologize and re-apologize and try to take over and take responsibility for anything that was happening in their lives didn't help. But since I have, since I've moved on from that, um, all of us are in a much better spot. You know, life isn't always perfect, and we're always 
you know, growing and, and expanding and contracting with their relationships. But, um, man, it, it was a huge changer for me. So, yeah, guilt is selfish. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Recombobulated Life. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and uh, go ahead and hit click subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Take care.